Yo, Solana Beach, California. Guess who's gonna get old live? Not old as in, Christ on a popsicle stick, this is boring. I'm talking about Jay and Silent Bob get old, mo fuckers. Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes are coming to the Belly Up Tavern on November 22nd. Don't miss the debauchery, Iggy B. Jay and Silent Bob get old, recording their podcast live at the Belly Up Tavern in Solana Beach, California, on November 22nd. Get your tickets for this and all other Smodco shows at csmod.com. Red State DVD and Blu-ray available now at coopersdell.com. Get exclusive bundle packages featuring posters, soundtracks, t-shirts, signed scripts, wardrobe used in the film, and a chance to be a guest on air with Kevin Smith via Skype. Red State DVD and Blu-ray exclusive bundles now at coopersdell.com. Smirch alert, smirch alert, motherfucker smirch alert. Go to smodcast.com slash smerchandise to get your official Jay and Silent Bob iPhone 4 cases from Casemate. Choose from three different snoogerific designs. We got soft ones and hard ones. Hey, I'm talking about the cases, bitch. All emblazoned with your favorite Smodco icons, Jay and Silent Bob. Snag your iPhone 4 case for $39.99 and protect the precious smodcast.com slash smerchandise yo Canada Jay and Silent Bob are gonna be royally mounting you December 7th in Vancouver December 8th Edmonton December 9th Calgary December 10th Saskatoon and December 11th Winnipeg their comedic maple syrup's gonna be gushing all over your timbits. How's that for a visual, eh? Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live in the Great White North. Linky links to tickets at smodcast.com slash get old in Canada. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD-quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir ad-free. It's like watching porn without having to fast-forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast. Where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, 
Listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on the situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. And my name is Trent. And sitting in the studio for the first time ever on NetHeads is my special in-studio co-host for the day. Say hi. Hi. He <laughs> <laughs> told you you got to talk right on the mic, honey. Hi. That's a little better. <laughs> my daughter is uh, is currently in the studio, so you won't be hearing me use any of those big boy words today. You'll probably hear me using plenty for the both of us, though. Because she's not wearing headphones and she cannot hear Trent. <laughs> for just I, that reason. I was going to say, I think that's probably a good idea for most children. Yeah, aside, I, from, aside from, like, the Megan's Law that's in effect. I would agree. And, by the way, for all of our special dedicated listeners that uh, are listening, um, or, pardon me, all of our dedicated listeners that are also Walking Dead fans, thanks for listening to us on the podcast. Yep, um, yep. Tonight is the... Special 90-minute edition of The Walking Dead, and I have a funny feeling, I'm, I'm not certain, but I think tonight might be the uh, the mid-season finale, since it's a special 90-minute event. Uh, so so something's going to happen this week? Uh, yeah, if you saw the previews last week for this week, uh, well, let's just say fans of Michael Rooker might be happy. Yes. And yep. that's uh, on the East Coast, that's happening right now, so we're out of luck. And nobody's going to listen to us live. But if you want to take part in the program, you can. One of two ways. You can, of course, uh, throw a hashtag, NetHeads. That's N-E-T-H-E-A-D-S on the uh, the old... Um, the Twitters. Yeah, that thing. The them, Twitters. Them, them Twitterable thingama, mm-hmm. thingamajigs. The, the tweets. Or you can also uh, give us a call at 866... I forgot... Buy, buy one elk? No, that'd be nine two five buy one oh, elk. It's something will, because that's your name. Is it six one zero nine four five five? Sure. I never remember. I'm sorry. The nice thing <laughs> is, if you follow the hashtag nethead, somebody in there will tell us. I'm I'm a little I I gotta admit I'm a little out of sorts as always. It's let's see now. If you've been putting together the book of will, then you know um, the first five excuses or seven. Um, excuse number eight was setting a microphone up for my daughter. Right. <laughs> So there we go. And then that's a, a, an excusable excuse, right? Uh, I like to think so. Mm-hmm. I do too. I'm, uh, by the way, Trent, I gotta say, I'm glad you are back on your regular microphone because you sound a lot better this week. It, it doesn't, you don't hear the, the rattling of plastic. No, but if you want to occasionally just bump an aluminum can against the microphone. <laughs> So that way people can get in on the effect. That'd be sure, cool. Or, 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 you know, I can slip into my French accent, you know, since Ben's not here with me tonight. Oh, and it, first of all, that sounds weird. <laughs> Second of all, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be fun tonight because I'm going to try to, uh, you know, pull out of you the, the, what would obviously be the, the best response, but is, is, is still kind of yielded a little bit, you know? Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. It's going to be weird. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, be it's, see, I told you the listeners are better hosts than I am. 
<laughs> the Adam Wells pointing out that the call-in numbers are 925-289-1355 or 866-610-9455. Or That's a nice vanity number. 610-WILL. So, yeah. em- Emily, is there any story you want to tell today? Nothing. She's got an open mic and she's refusing to touch it. Well, it's, you know, it, hey, Will, you know of all people mm-hmm. that when you get a mic in front of your mouth, things kind of shut down. You you kind of have like brain farts. You, you forget, you know, what you wanted to talk about sometimes. Yes. Every, once you have a microphone in front of your mouth, we all become Rick Perry. <laughs> uh, uh, the There was two of the th- or three. I don't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like that really bad joke where he's, you know, the, there are two things that happen when you get older. The first is the memory goes and the second, I can't remember. Uh, it's like that old <laughs> oh, that joke. It's a bad joke. It's like that old joke, but in real life. And by the way, I think that might be the first attempt on NetHeads at political humor. No, you can't point the microphone at me, honey. You see, there's a, there's a rule about microphones. When you have multiple ones within the same space, you need to keep them at least two to three <sighs> feet apart. Or you start to get a thing where sound carries over on both of them and it sounds weird. Because this is a technology podcast about podcasting. Yes, exactly. And there was your tip for this week, folks. Is that the, uh, so is that the first time where we tried to get political on the show? I think I've tried a couple of times. Actually, no, I think I was ranting about the economy at one point, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Congress yeah, not being able to ban, balance a budget. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, one of those know, I, we've done it before. It's happened inadvertently. I don't think we ever come in with an agenda. I don't know if you guys heard that. I look over and my daughter's just like tapping on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Go ahead, tap away. They know you're in here. It's okay. You don't want to say anything? Nothing at all? Say hi to Trent. He, he'll be able to hear you. I know you can't hear it, but say hi, Trent. Hi. <laughs> no, hi, Trent. Say hi, Trent. And, oh, Amy Kinn's pointing up on uh, Twitter, kids refusing to touch the microphone tonight on NetHeads. Well, and, and, and CPS has been contacted. Thank you. Uh, Va- yeah, I was going to say Von Cleef brings up Will. I think by having your kid on Smodcast is child endangerment. Not at all. No, I just got to watch what I say. Right. And that's about all I can say about that. <laughs> oh, God. Um, do we, do we get to, but do, <laughs> hi, how you do doing? We to, do we get to talk about Router Ninja's, uh, his, uh, social experiment that he's created? No, please feel free. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so ladies and gentlemen, if you're following the, the hashtag NetHeads, I'm sure everyone's going to be posting, uh, posting it in there, the URL. Um, longtime listener Router Ninja created a drinking game, uh, to, uh, to follow along with the, with the program. And uh, I think it's a great idea. Uh, we've, you know, because well, here's the thing: we've had we've had critique that the show's not that funny. Right? Really, we have. Well, yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, I, just I, I wasn't know, aware here of and that. there, here and there. Who has said such uh, things? So, social Dynamo um, on Twitter. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. If you're playing this game, we are going to be hilarious. Oh yeah! By the time you get into drink number four. <laughs> Which, which, by the rules, actually is going to rack up fairly quickly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't really say it's a drinking game. Well, but then again, I think one of the pioneering shows that, that did this was the Bob Newhart show. Oh, the, really? The very first one. And, you know, that's where the rules were established. Like anyone, somebody, somebody said, uh, Bob, 
you know, you had to take a drink. And little things in the show that, that trigger off. This one just really seems like an alcoholic's excuse list. <laughs> this is just people wanting to get drunk. And I'm going to use a loosely based list in order to do it because it basically you follow this, the rules of this drinking game and you're drinking every two minutes. If that, maybe one, maybe every 30 seconds. Who on earth it says we're not funny? Well, we're a technology show about podcasting. How are you supposed to be funny? You know, those are just the haters, Trent, the people that are resenting the fact that we're on Smodcast. Oh, shit. I used to be one. You'd look at this, like, Ralph Garman. Who's Ralph Garman? Why the hell does he get to be in, on? Why? <laughs> now I deeply admire the man. Now it's because he's fucking awesome. Yes, exactly. <laughs> See, Fat Man 2124 says NetHeads is funnier than two broke girls. But we could mm. follow the same formula very easily. It's just uh, joke, joke, beat, joke, joke, beat. <laughs> And I've got some great cleavage, so we've got that that area is we covered got that as well. Going for us, wonderful. <laughs> I'm so glad. But still, you cannot compete with Cat Dennings. Well, I know, I know. I, I would I would like to, tr- to compete, but it's just not going to happen. Oh, cool. No, you shouldn't be able to. <laughs> you should not be able to. Not if you're a man. No. Well, yeah, valid point. <laughs> So anyway, you know, there's a lot been going on technology-wise. Oh? Yeah, well, I I, uh, I did an interesting thing. I tried to actually uh, learn technology. Okay. And? Well, I was looking at... Where are you going, honey? <laughs> huh? Even my child finds the show boring. Okay. <laughs> I love you, sweetheart. We'll see you in a few. She walked out on the She show. walked out on the show. She's like, ah, this is beat. I'm out. Um, no, I tried to, I wanted to try and adhere to the concept of the show and I wanted to be able to talk educated like on, on, you know, technology and things tech, technological. You wanted to wax philosophic. I wanted to, I wanted to bust out on the technotronics, my friend. Mm-hmm. And I found something very interesting because, you know, a lot of people on Friday were talking about Skyrim. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, which really sounds more like something you have to pay an extra 40 bucks for <laughs> in certain types of transactions. Sure. Yeah. Cause I mean, normally you only do that with people you love. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I was looking at Skyrim and I was, I wanted to read up on it. I wanted to see what it was. And I found something out very quickly. People that do, uh, video game writing are very lazy. Oh, my wife just, my, I mean, my daughter just wrote me a note saying you're not funny. <laughs> That's love. Thank you, baby. I love you too. Nice. Um, <laughs> God, everybody's a critic. <laughs> I found out that a lot of people that write up for video games don't take into consideration, don't put that on the, I'm not going to look at a note saying you're not funny on the computer monitor the whole time. Oh, <laughs> um, I found out that a lot of these uh, people, they write, but they don't take into consideration the the layman that's just looking for info to learn more, right? Right. Because I yeah. saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about Skyrim, and after a lot of confusion, realized they were talking about a video game. Because, <laughs> that, yeah, that, could, that can be very misleading by yeah. the name. And to be specific, we're talking about The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. So this right. is the fifth edition of a video game. 
And it's one where they went back and they reinvented the wheel in, in putting out this latest version. It's getting lots of rave reviews. Yeah, it's been trending on Twitter. But the amazing thing is that out of five articles, five, only one of them made sure to mention that it's for the Xbox 360 system. We're, oh, right. So I had no idea. I had no, mm-hmm. I had no knowledge. I just had no clue. I was not aware of what Skyrim was. Well, first I wasn't aware of what Skyrim was. I was very quickly able, easy uh, and able to read and learn and uh, find out more about what it was. But I, you know, I had no idea what system it was for. So it's really frustrating that, you know, four out of five magazine, online magazine places can't write accurately and informatively. Why can't they do that, Trent? Well, I'm assuming that that if you know what uh, a Skyrim is, you're uh, you're in the know. That's know? the unsafe assumption they were making. Sure, no, and I get and, that. And if you ask me, that's shoddy journalism. If this were, if the, let's put it this way, if these were written for a newspaper, you wouldn't be getting this kind of thing at all. Now, but here's the thing: when you say online magazine, is this just some dude's blog that he bought a dot com for? No, dude, the, I'm talking about trying to go with major publications here. Hmm. But you know what? That doesn't matter. If I do a Google search on Skyrim after I get past all the things I'm not supposed to be reading and I start getting into the things I do want to read about, any one of those places that's trying to lend themselves in a review of the system or game, you'd think they would mention the system. Sure. Yeah, because well, and especially because a lot of times, depending on the system, will affect the the different games. Yeah. I'm just frustrated as all hell. Because seriously, is, don't write about something if you're not going to – a key piece of information. <laughs> key piece. What gaming kind of, system is it for? <laughs> kind of important. What if I went wanted to go out there and, and get this uh, get this game for my niece or my nephew or whatever, and it turns out they have a PS3, and I get it anyway because it's only for the Xbox. Because I don't know any better. Right. I'm just saying. So I was trying to stay up to – up to speed on the infos, and that was one of the things that hit right there. Well, did uh, did you also see the uh, Modern Warfare Three came out? Yes, I did. Okay, how could okay. you miss that, man? Oh man! <laughs> uh, well, you know, because first I had to find out what NW Three was. Right, exactly. God, I swear, I feel like I really should go get that Willy Wonka cane, just use it for walking around, start <laughs> muttering about the good old days back when I paid less than a dollar for gasoline. Hey! Back when there was only one gaming system. <laughs> Pong. Pong wasn't complex. You went up, you went down, stop the ball, send it back, done. Which is actually, you know what, never mind. <laughs> okay. Okay, so here you go. Skyrim's on PS3, 360, and PC, so that's probably why they didn't mention it. Right. It's, so it's, it's on for all, all the systems. Good. But like I said, out of those five articles, five, only one of them even referenced the system that it could play on. Oh, really? Yep. Doing a disservice, my friend. Well, but, I mean, and, and in the past, Elder Scrolls has been definitely, you know, the PC game. You know what I mean? You know, it are doesn't playing- matter, dude. It, at some point, they should say, you know, and Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim is available for yada, yada, yada. Done. Right. It's not that hard. <laughs> am I just, am I wrong? Okay, if you think I'm wrong, let me know. No, Throw a hashtag I, NetHeads or 866-610-9455. Give, a, give us a call, whatever. If you think I'm off my nut on this one. I don't think I am. Off my nut. 
What? <laughs> are you saying are you saying off my nut is too much of a cattywampus uh, yeah, I statement? Just, I've just never heard it before. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds it's funny. Off my nut. You know? Especially when you're off talking your, about, off, when you're talking wrong and when you're when you're saying things that are just no, out of I, this I, world, yeah, off I, your head, whatever. Off like my in nut. The context, I'm just like fourteen years old. Yeah. Well, you know, just watch uh, but it's a wonderful life. I think that's where I picked that one up. Oh, really? You know, sure. That movie was made what in the forties? Yeah, but it's it's a Christmas classic, and it's coming upon us. Is it a Christmas? You know, I got to tell you, it's one of those things that I have to. Yeah. By the way, don't get me started on Christmas, my friend. <laughs> I am so. I we're gonna put the technology aside for a minute. I'm so frustrated. Already okay. today, I'm scrolling. I'm sitting down, and I want to make sure that the 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 Walking Dead is recording while I'm up here talking. Okay. Right. Because it starts at six, but for some reason the season pass got all twisty, turvy, all messed up. And so I was recording the Evil Dead like at eight thirty or something. And I wanted Evil to, Dead? or Walking Dead. Walking whatever. Dead. Okay, okay. Some Evil Dead. Dead's great too. If that's if that's ever on, I would record it. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, I don't blame you on that one. But but the Walking Dead I wanted to record on time. And so that way I could go down and start watching it. And like, you know, and I could pretend that I'm on the east like the Midwest coast thing i don't know i can pretend i'm that weird mountain time or whatever it is <laughs> so right. anyway i uh i wanted to make sure that was recording and i'm scrolling through the uh, shows that are on and my daughter has given up on the family room situation to go play outside so we're not having to sit there and watch animal planet again for the eighth straight hour <laughs> and okay and while i'm scrolling i find elf is on now it's one of my wife's favorite movies mine too I love it. I the first time I watched that movie, man, I didn't get it. I didn't connect with it. But then after further viewings, I fell in love with it. But anyway, uh huh. So I see Elf is on, and I put it on because it's just as he's at the at department store, and it's a good scene, perfect time for it to come in and put on for my wife. And then I'm scrolling through everything else because it doesn't dawn on me. It's a Christmas movie, and Thanksgiving hasn't even hit yet. Uh-huh. But then I see that Fred Claus is on, and like three other Christmas movies. Ah, uh, okay. I'm like, can't we, can't we give it a rest, people? Really, can't we just wait until Thanksgiving? Can't we officially start the holidays then? Well, November 1st, that's, I mean, you go into any store November 1 and it's all Christmas stuff. It's usually even before Halloween has occurred, man. It's like the, the Halloween decorate, as the Halloween stuff thins out, they start moving it in. Well, and, but, but at the same time, like, do you want to push all of your shopping into that one small window? You know, well, into should, a month. It shouldn't really be that small of a window, should it? <laughs> I mean, a month. How many That's people a, are yeah, you, you buying good... for, my friend? Right. <laughs> you know, I'm not buying for a whole hell of a lot of people. So why can't you get it done in that uh, little amount of time? No, I get it. Yeah. No, you you make a, a 100% valid point. Um... <laughs> Sorry, Von Cleef says Evil Dead is a Christmas movie, right? <laughs> Evil Dead 2, however, is not. Yes, and then uh, <laughs> I, I missed the early part of the conversation, but I still say, sorry, Fengar, but in the interest of my liver, rule number 15 has to go. Nethead's uh, giggles over there is trying to kill me. <laughs> That's a valid point. I, you know, and that was a, that was a late addition to the game um, last night, I think, when uh, Fengar uh, proposed that to Router Ninja. And Calvin points out, am I the only person who feels less inclined to buy things when Christmas music is playing? 
No, I totally. I, that's one thing I don't do well with is, is traditional Christmas music. Yeah, I was in the grocery store right down the street the other day, and the uh, the local band for one of the high schools, uh, they're trying to raise funds for their their music club. Sure. Their band area, whatever. Because, you know, the creative arts are getting shit on in schools. Obviously, yes, my daughter did leave the room. Especially, um, <laughs> I love that you told us that. So the next time you like, <laughs> oh, that, that Skyrim's like a rim job. But I didn't say that. It's I just said on this side of the conversation, I said Skyrim sounds like something you pay extra for, which, which is, to an eight-year-old's ears, no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, and is a, is a lot funnier than just, you know, yelling rim job into a microphone. Yeah, I'm, i got to make you think a little bit. Use your yeah. brain. True. Add to the theater of the mind, my friend. <laughs> right. Uh, what were we talking about? The, the, Christmas, the kids were racing lesson. the music. Oh, yeah, and they're, and they're playing Christmas tunes. And I gave them a buck. But I, I would have given them 20 if they'd gone away. Because really, <laughs> I don't need the holiday music already. I don't. Well, that's, would you rather them just, you know, play whatever other music, you know? Yeah, whatever, man, play the, some the jazz. jazz. Play. Give me some right. blues, anything. Yeah. Give, give me a, what did they have? They had a clarinet, a guitar, and sometimes a trumpet, I think. And give, mm-hmm. give me, you want to, you want to really inspire me to donate some money? Use those three inf- instruments and somehow play some Lady Gaga for me. Oh, yes. And if you can do that well, I'm all over giving you some cash. Because that right there says this program needs to continue. Because these right. kids are creative and interesting. Um, Venator? Ven- Venator. It's like Senator. Yeah. Venator, Venator 2000 um, just reminded us that Evil Dead 2 is coming out uh, this coming Tuesday on Blu-ray. Which is going to replace his Blood Red Laserdisc version. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love my wife. I just saw in the NetHeads stream. Um, <laughs> my my daughter, by the way, she decided she wanted to be up here. My wife went to, well, she says it here in the tweet. You've got our kid on air? Guess I won't make the mistake of showering at this time on a Sunday again. Hope you didn't scar her. No, I didn't. And uh, Mary on Twitter says, I work in a shop where they have Christmas music on repeat for 10 hours every night. I, I worked in a oh. mall. I worked in a mall during the Christmas season, okay? Oh, man, that's pandemonium. Especially when the food court was on the other side of the mall. Woo. Oh, that's yeah. That's not something you want to try and get through. By the way, do people have to take a drink when I go, whoo? I think so. Okay. Uh, so, But <laughs> speaking of shops, Trent. Yeah, I uh, I picked up some uh, some holiday rule, uh, holiday... Uh, employment you did yeah yeah it's you know funny how uh you know public higher ed isn't that lucrative (laughs) uh so yeah i'm I'm gonna be doing nights and weekends at a and i know i know there's some listeners out there who are familiar with these uh stores it's it's called a hastings never heard of it okay so basically think think fye um but with you know, so you've got so you've got books, you've got movies, you've got rentals, you've got video games and and music, and on top of that, comic books. Uh oh. And guess what? Guess what section I'm going to be working in? Gotcha. Just just guess, just guess. Throw it out there. Vid games. Uh, sometimes yes. Comic books. Yeah. This is bad. So are you just? <laughs> let me just sign this check back to you. Because <laughs> I'll be taking this, 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 and this. Yes, yes. Very nice. Yeah, so I think that's going to be great. Um, so that I can, uh, you know, 
get a little discount on the comic books because <laughs> Lord knows I'm dumping over a hundred dollars a month into them as is. That's a lot of dough, Joe. Well, you know, it's it's worth every penny, but I would like a I'd like a discount. Well, that's a that's a good idea. So if we can determine which one I should get, the PS3 or the Xbox 360, then uh, I'll uh, take all of my savings and waste them in you shipping the thing to me. <laughs> so never mind. <laughs> um, you know, it's actually funny when I went through the 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 employee manual of training and everything. That was one thing that they were very you know. You know, if you get caught selling things at blah, 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 you'll be terminated on spot, blah, 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 blah. In fact, they they give a uh, cash reward for anyone that catches an employee doing that. Oh, well, of course, I would never try and take advantage of that, Trent. <laughs> right. Because right. clearly it would be a waste of money to sh- to for the discount and try to ship it here. Right. What, it, what's, it, well, your, what, well, what's your sales tax rate, tax rate there? Um, It's uh 6%. Well, I don't know. I'm already saving money there. Oh. Well, and, and well, just let you let your wife know to plan on me for Christmas, <laughs> and I'll and I'll be on out. What have you yeah, over for I, Christmas? Yeah, I'm going to come for Christmas and bring you lots of stuff. No, that ain't happening, my friend. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I told I mentioned a few weeks ago we were we're a mixed marriage. I love Halloween. My wife loves Christmas. Um, which is, which is why I'm only saying, I'm only complaining about the commercialism of it. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Cause really that's the only side that irks me because it's, you know, the constant onslaught of the music, the, the decorations coming out oh so early. I mean, hell, I, I guess really though, Hallmark takes the cake in that realm because they start running or they start coming out with the new ornaments for that year in like June or July. Right. Yeah. So if you want to get in on those ornaments, you got to get in on them early on that jazz. Well, and granted, I've never watched the Hallmark Network, but I can only imagine how early they start plugging those things. Gotcha. Well, they're Hallmark. They're a <laughs> That's store. What they of, do. They're an entity unto themselves. <laughs> uh, Router Ninja also says, uh, "Will he? He thought that we settled the console argument um, when he called in uh, PS3." Well, you know, my whole thing... Now, which one has the free network? That's the Xbox 360. That's, no, no, that's PS3. PS3. Eh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Am I ever going to do the online stuff? You know what? When you have it, you'll... you'll. If you don't have it, you'll wish you had. But you have an Xbox 360. Yes. So if I wanted to do something with my good buddy Trent, I'd have to have an Xbox. I should just... I can't, I can't go with both systems. That's the thing. You got to understand that, right? No, no, I, I, I get that. I cannot do that. <laughs> because if I do that, it will just mean I will have wasted twice the money on something I'm not going to use that much. Right. So we cannot no, go I, down I, that route. I get that, man. I, I totally do. But you you just can't have to choose, you know, when you're going to have to pay for multiple times over when you're not. But you won't have any friends to play with. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have friends to play with anyway, my friend. <laughs> you You stop that. You stop that right now. <laughs> the Adam Wells said, Will played the drinking game when he went to listen to last week's show. That's why he doesn't remember. <laughs> nice. So where have we been critiqued that we're not funny? Oh, it was just a tweet uh, on November 8th at 9.53. On, uh, he was using a tweet deck platform. <laughs> was it me? No, 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 no. 
eh, that's fine. You know what? We we can't we can't uh, be there for everyone, but for those those who are there, we're there for them. Well, you know, the thing is, I, I wouldn't ever say I'm ever shooting for being funny. No, gosh, no. I'd say I'm trying to be uh, entertaining. Listenable is the attainable goal here. <laughs> and me, let's be honest, Will, I'm just here to talk to you, man. Really? Yeah. Well, God knows you're not here for the pay. <laughs> Wait, what? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the video gaming system debate continues. I uh, right. I finally, by the way, got to see the Harry Potter, the oh, Deathly Hallows uh-huh. Part 2. And just like I predicted, the second one, by the way, this is what, June or July calling now? Hi, we're back. <laughs> yeah, ju- uh, yeah, it was well, July 4th. There you go. Actually, ju- the month of July is revisiting because not only did I watch Harry Potter, but I also watched Captain America. Yes! And by the way, uh, the people that said they didn't like it, I don't get it. What's not to like? Harry Potter or Cap? Cap. Oh, right? I mean, because it, I don't know, it's like people say that the whole ending came out of nowhere, but they set it up in the beginning. Right, exactly. They set it up with the beginning, and then there was the end, even though, I mean, well, I guess they kind of allude to the fact that he was frozen in the ice. Right. And, you know, I guess he's able to survive because of his high regenerative abilities. Yes, exactly. The the, the serum did that for him. Yes. Uh. (laughs) Listening to Netheads is like listening to friends chatting and having in-jokes, not stand-up <laughs> comedy. There you go. Yeah, exactly. And Amy Kins holds on punches. F the haters. The fact that you don't shoot for the funny is why you are. Oh, okay, good. But yeah, so I saw Cap, and I, because uh, I, I guess a lot of people were thrown by the being in New, you know, present-day New York all of a sudden. Um, but, you know, really? that, that story was going to be ripe with tragedy anyway. Right. Because, you know, if he's in an era piece and you got to get him to the future. So, you know, clearly everybody he knows is going to be gone at some point. Unless you want to take the approach that heroes did with their uh, character that had like a, an ultimate healing factor. Right. At that person just kind of like locked into their age and, and didn't really age at all over the years. Which, I mean, we also see with Captain America, same thing. Yeah. And also, uh, what's his name? Wolverine. Wolverine. No, they can't determine his age. Right, yeah, Wolverine and, uh, you know, Sabretooth as well. The regenerative factor, man. It's a word I can't say, but whoo. But yeah, so I I really, I really dug it. You know, I think the only thing I found was that the, the scrawny Chris Evans was very disconcerting. uh It was very, very distracting. Was it hokey? Yeah, uh, yeah. Come on. Really? Because it really looked like a like it, you could tell that it was a it was a digital construct. Well, see where and, they were trying I, to stick the real performance on. I don't feel like I can accurately give any type of critique for this film with my infatuation with Cap. Yeah, which is by the way something I still don't understand. But <laughs> dude, it's Captain America, dude. You started and ended that sentence with "dude." I just want to point that out. Yeah, it was. And I'm the one from California. Okay, it was four words long, two of which were "dude." (laughs) But I, but I really, I really enjoyed the story that it told. You know, granted, I it it did throw me for a loop that they used him to sell war bonds, essentially. Uh But I can also kind of see the point because, uh, you know, the elite force leader that didn't like him wasn't going to take him and use him right and you know he was a 
uh, beacon of light in that little bit of uh, in that time of darkness, if you will, you know, right. with, with the amazing stuff that he was able to do and was captured by the media. Right. Yeah. So well, yeah, I got exactly. that. You, you, you can't win a war without money. No, and, you can't. You know, at the time, he was you know better at getting money than he would have been fighting. Yeah, but man, it, it was, was just so they it, was, it was weird. It, it, he really looked like a malformed bobblehead. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, mm-hmm. I I can kind of see that. You, part, you get actually. it, right? Yeah, I do. Because the head was disproportionately larger. I really think they just should have found a scrawny guy that looked like Chris Evans, because and and then just had that guy do the beginning performance. And then, and then maybe have Chris Evans voice dub it because he's yeah. going through a massive metaphor, metamorphosis anyway. Sure. Yeah, it's true. Massive. So it, it just would have been a lot better. And boy, would that have been easier on the FX budget. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I don't, for, for a film like that, it's, I mean, budget's not really a, an issue. Yeah. And plus I mean, it was nice seeing that they actually, you know, it got a little meta with the fact that there were Captain America comics that the kids were buying. Right. You know, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, those comics were around. They existed. Mm-hmm. Somebody points out that they're pretty sure that Batman, Superman, and Captain America were selling war bonds, like, at the real time. I don't know. We'd have to check back on what... Um, I know Superman was. Yeah, because he was... He existed at the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't know about the others. Okay, so, stepping back away from Captain America now. I enjoyed okay. it. I thought Joe Johnson was the perfect director for that, because, you know, he also did Rocketeer, and he once again yeah. just captured a great period piece. Yep. So if you want to do a period piece about a superhero that's taking on the Nazis, call that's Joe that. Johnson. He's Joe your Johnson's, guy. He's your man. Absolutely. Uh, so I enjoyed it. Now, Harry Potter, Deathly Hollows Part 2. Yes. Just like I predicted, Part 2 was the one where all the action was. Yep. Start to finish. I take it you saw it. Yes. Yeah, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, and and, and I I enjoyed it. I'm not a huge Harry Potter buff. Yeah. You know, my my favorite HP is Hewitt Packard. Okay. I wish I got royalties from them. That would be great. Yeah, you're not going to. Uh, work on that. The only thing I think uh, that probably a lot of people, there's enough in there for the readers of the books to have gotten nice little tidbits of their story that they loved or didn't. I mean, personally, well, I right. read the book. The, the movies are exactly my feelings about the book. I was reading the book. I'm like, Jesus, why are they still camping? Uh huh. What the hell? Enough with the camping. They're just, you know, going from spot to spot trying to figure out what they're going to do. It's a, it's a movie with people walking. Yeah. No, it's not even that. It wasn't even the <laughs> Lord of the Rings experience. It was more like, it was more like, uh, like Occupy Harry Potter is what it was. Once again, trying to get topical. That one fell flat though. It's okay. <laughs> um, and I think Occupy Harry Potter is actually something completely different. That's another <laughs> totally different type of fan fiction. I, I, that's that's uh, what um oh my main, mind's blank. The doesn't worry, don't worry, move on. That's Let's what, just that's put what it the wizard was, was. That was yeah. Dumbledore, Damn. yes, yes. Ah shit. See, man, Mike in Mike in front of the face. Yeah. The uh, the final con. I think the only thing I was let down by that movie was the final confrontation between um Harry. And Voldemort. Right. I just thought that that kind of lacked the impact. But I think they were also kind of heading in a direction. It seemed like with every Horcrux that was destroyed, it had had an impact on Voldemort himself, too. Like, I think when they were down to the last one, they were just down to the snake. And he looks down at his arm and it was kind of kind of dry and flaky. 
Mm-hmm. So I think he was noticing something was changing. Cause I think much in the same way that J.K. Rowling did with the, with the book version of the story, they really didn't want Harry to be a killer. They didn't want to uh, reflect yeah. that in that way. In the book, all he does is he uses a disarming spell against Voldemort and Voldemort does a kill spell. And because the wand didn't have his loyalty, it, it, you know, it kicked back on him. And essentially, Voldemort destroyed himself. And in the movie, it was kind of like the same thing. By getting rid of the Horcruxes, what was left wasn't enough to be sustainable and alive. Right. So, you know, they really didn't want Harry to be a killer. Which Which I kind of get, but... Sure, yeah. You know, after everything that's happened and all of his friends that he's killed, the kid deserves a little blood. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Let him have his Uh, revenge. So... And and granted, uh, because this uh, this just lends to the the drinking game. I think there's a, at one point I need to make a comment like this. Um, just just saying that, really, we all know when you don't have your your wand behind you, you're you're you know when it's not respecting you, you're gonna run into trouble. <laughs> and when you don't respect your wand, mm-hmm, exactly. Which it's, is it's why you back, always, it, it, you always want to keep it properly covered. It will backfire. Lord, no wonder we're getting comments like that. <laughs> you know, that's the important thing about this show that you have to realize that uh, one, we're a lousy uh, podcast about podcasting. And two, sure. uh, we really are a lot about what goes on between you and I during the week. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because I mean, I said I have topics, man. I have serious topics like like one of the big weeks at, at Adobe pretty much admitted that uh Apple's iOS they won. Uh, position on no mobile flash ha- yep. pretty much has has oh wow I almost spilled the lemonade again <laughs> whoa that was Take a, a drink that's that why, counts yeah almost spilling counts that's why I I usually use the heavy I have this this gigantic mug from an Oktoberfest I mean it was like it's massive it's it's at least a forty four ouncer okay. <laughs> and and I usually use that because it's weighted enough that I don't have to worry about it. Right now I'm using like a ridiculously and grossly large um like uh water bottle kind of thing. And right. that's the same thing I knocked over last time. Whew. Where was I going? Oh. So uh, Adobe pretty much admits that since Apple wouldn't support Flash on the iPhone, they've yep. given up. Yeah, there will be no more uh updates for uh mobile flash. New, or at least they're not going to try and crack into new markets. They are going to, they will maintain it somewhat. So like, you know, your, uh, your tablet that you're not getting rid of. Right. That you can read your Marvel comics on that you're so happy about. Uh, which I am. Yeah. You, that will still kind of get, boy, that's like a, it's a double whammy for you, isn't it? Well, no, if, if as long as it still works, I'll be fine. Yeah. But I mean, the, the, the OS isn't going to be supported anymore. Now your flash isn't going to be supported anymore. You're screwed. Yeah, but, you know, oh, but people are still, like, you can, well, long story short, there's a really easy hack for those, which, and people are developing nonstop for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. Well, what is uh, the one thing that they do have, uh, one that's getting a lot of development for it that I wasn't even aware of, was the, uh, was the Kindle. Yeah. The... It, Amazon has quietly been building up their own little kind of iTunes model, mm-hmm. and, and that's why the Kindle Fire is 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 probably named Fire, so because they want to imply it's got some heat. It's hot. Yeah, but uh, but the Nook is coming out like swinging too, right? Don't they have a new right. Nook coming out? Yeah. 
I, what kills me about the Nook and the Kindle is that they're both running the mobile version of uh, the Android software. Right. But, you know, it's not really meant for tablets. Right, yeah. It's, it's, it's not a tablet software. So why are they hacking it, man? I don't know. Cause it's, cause it's cheap. They can keep costs down that way. I mean, you can get, uh, the fire for what? 200 bucks now? 199! See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can cut costs down that way. You've got a web browser. It's, uh, a color screen. And it, it's, if, if you're on a budget, that's the way to go, man. Definitely. Especially now, I wonder if they're taking, once again, this would have been great investigative work to do before the show. <laughs> uh, but I wonder if they're taking any steps in preventing rooting of the devices. Uh, I don't know. Because for a while, you know, Apple keeps doing that. And, you know, the pirates, yeah, well, they always figure out a way to do it. But the important, right, well, yeah. Go ahead. The important thing that they're not doing is they're not, what they're, what they're trying not to do is violate, uh, enabling certain things. Like right now they say there is no, well, I probably shouldn't say now they say, uh, a few weeks ago, they said there's no way to bring Siri, the voice recognition software that's on the 4S, to uh-huh. either the iPhone or to the iPad with sure. w- the other models, that is, without actually doing a legitimate hack. Yeah, because and guess what will be coming out this spring? <laughs> yeah, and they're, so they're not going to do it. So you're like the, the dev team, those of you who know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. The dev team isn't going to pursue that route because that's not what they do. So that'll be somebody else's uh, headache to try and put together. But in the meantime, what I'm saying is that um, Apple, in the meantime, to compete these guys, have done little things like uh, like iBooks, right? If you were running and unlocked a jailbroken version of your of their operating system, the iBook application would do a comparison of what's current and what you've got, and it would tell you, uh, I can't run on this version. Right. So they would do little things to try and and prevent people from having functionality in that realm, and it, and I bet you they could actually enforce that through the app store as well. Just right. tell all your developers if you want to if you want to have your app included and sold, slip this line of code in. And oh no, actually they can add the, the the code in themselves. Yeah, and it's just a little validation thing, mm-hmm. and make it so yeah. nothing runs. Why don't they do that? Um, I wouldn't put it past them. Actually, it wouldn't surprise me. Having worked on, um, you know, releasing apps, man, Apple makes you jump through some serious hoops to do it. Mm-hmm. So that it honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. And you pretty much give over the code to them. Um, and they could they could manipulate manipulate it however they want. Hmm. I totally didn't listen to what you just said. I'm sorry. I started reading the. Uh, this is why the tweet stream is both good and bad. <laughs> I got all caught up because Mad Zub started saying, "Let's get Will a bicycle backpack with tube to protect his computers and recording stuff." Thread of lemonade <laughs> yeah. is ever present. Yeah, I mean, let's get you a Camelback, man. Yeah, and just suck it through a straw. I've got those though, but I like to drink the the diluted Crystal Light, and I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> You know, the Camelback stuff, they have those rubber nipples, and I don't want my rubber nipples to get lemonade-flavored. You don't want them to chafe. No, I, I don't want lemonade-flavored fl- lemonade nipples. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> Is that wrong? No, it makes total sense. Show um, title. My cat just, just uh, mentioned that uh, they've listened to three full episodes, and only now... 
are finding out that the show is actually about podcasting. Congratulations. I'm just saying it's the category I think we're listed in under iTunes. That's it's <laughs> right. I, I'm just that's why we're a lousy one at it because that's not what this is about. Um, so yeah, tablets running Android. Hope they can. Re- I only say that because with them offering them for one ninety nine, you know they're opening themselves up to providing hardware probably at a discount that it's made at uh what is with my mouth they're offering hardware at a price that probably costs them less than uh, manufacturing costs mm, i don't know if it'd be less but it's 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 definitely really close to breaking even on it and i think they're banking on the maybe the sales within their own uh store yeah you know and router ninja brings up the point you know they are locked in you know without without it being rooted or hacked they're locked into that ecosystem, as he puts it. Um, and so, yeah, you have to buy their apps. Yeah. <sighs> you hear the story <laughs> about a guy who found a backdoor into the app store and warned Apple about it and they took away his license? <laughs> no what? one cleep. I did not hear that story. Boy, that's a that's a great way to reward somebody for helping you. If out. you've got a link, Von Cleef, I would love to read that because that's typical Apple man. Hashtag netheads. Hey, you want one of the things I found interesting in the tech news is the fact that you know uh, Facebook. Many people have always been frustrated about Facebook because when they roll out changes to the privacy policy, when they roll out things uh, for oh, hold on a second. Nope, somebody called and I just missed it. Go ahead, call back eight six 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 one zero nine four five five. You know, whenever they made changes to the privacy policy, though, they just opted you in. Right. Right. So that way, suddenly, stuff you had on lockdown was public. Uh, right. But after pressure from the uh, Federal Trade Commission, yep. they are now going to have to actually put everyone in an opt-out state when they initially do these things. Which I think is good. More is than anyone good, gonna, man. It's great. Is anyone going to really opt out, though? No, but at least we know what we're getting into. No, I think people will opt out. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm one of those people. I don't I don't like to put everything out there. Right. That's just the way I am though. Well, and you know, you Google me and obviously I'm all out there. Yeah, you are, baby. <laughs> there are, there are things I just can't unsee. I wish I could. <laughs> Dang, damn it. <laughs> But no, I think it's good. It's I'm it's I'm glad it's finally happening that way because you know, with uh with Google Plus, it's the other way around. You, you don't you're not sharing anything you don't want to, right? Exactly. But then again, it's in its infancy. Whereas you know, Facebook is they're they've been walking that fine line. You know, they don't really charge people for their service, and they want to make sure that they're getting as much traffic as possible. So right, it's which... logical for them to try and make as much of their content which, you know, is our stuff, public. Right. That's their big gain. That's their big up. So I totally get where they were coming from by making us people who were, you know, kind of stuck with their new settings that would help expose us more. Right. And then having to go in automatically and be like, oh, wait, I have to change it how? Yeah. Um, It's funny you bring up Google Plus, though, because, I mean, honestly, we all know if you're not a geek, you're probably not on Google Plus, right? Yeah. Oh, here's that one. You 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 sh- you called it out. Right here's here. One from, from Social Dynamo. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's on air sucks. It's the only thing on sir that isn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might construe that as a negative review. 
<laughs> anyway, so Google Plus, they've, I mean, Google owns Chrome, you know, obviously they, they own YouTube and they're working really hard now to integrate these things. So there's a, there's a Chrome, uh, a Google Plus, um, add in now for Chrome. There's also integration of YouTube into Google, or excuse me, Google Plus. So you can now search for things within Google Plus as if it were YouTube and watch the videos never having to leave Google Plus. I'm sorry, dude. I think I just went cross-eyed. What? <laughs> yeah, I can do what? Where? This is like Google. me trying to explain cost versus manufacturing cost. What? <laughs> Google is working hard to keep you at Google Plus all the time. So they've added um, search and browsing capabilities within YouTube into the Google Plus platform. Ah, gotcha. Well, that um, makes so sense. Sure, yeah, and why they didn't do it sooner, I don't know. Also, they just barely released the capability for product pages. Yeah, those just came out. Finally, mm-hmm. you can if you can have a business or a product or essentially the fan pages kind of thing that Facebook has had for a while. Right, so they yeah, fin- yeah, exactly. They finally did those, which I'm glad because, you know, like I said, I don't mind having Google+, Plus, but... I don't necessarily want to share with everybody all the things I do. Right. Because that's not what it is. But at the same time, I don't know what I'm talking about. Never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> but, 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 and, and it was just really funny though. So I was at that marketing conference I was at. Um, you know, I was obviously in all the social media stuff and one guy brought up a really good point. He's like, probably most of you in here are on Google Plus and that's fine. Um, however, <laughs> Your audience is not. So until you've got your all your audience on Facebook, wait to cr- start creating your pages for Google+. Plus. Oh, okay. Well, I created one anyway for NetHeads. Shut up. Did you really? Yeah. What are you talking about? I shared it with you. Oh. Wait, or, Facebook or, or Google+. Plus? We have one. There's one for each. Really? We exist in both realms, my friend. Son of a bitch. Yeah, thanks for keeping up with it. My co-host, everybody. <laughs> Let's hear it for Trent. Slow clap. Come on. Whoever called... I'm sorry. Venator, it's it's Venator 2000. Give us a call back, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it him? Yeah. yeah oh, man. Lord. Yeah, that's the guy I want to talk to. And by <laughs> the way, you know, I, I don't... It, let's see now. Who was that monkey? It was uh, Social Dynamo. Great. That's a great Twitter name, by the way. Mm-hmm. Who thought we're the only thing that isn't funny, but isn't humor subjective? Oh, absolutely. So you can't really say definitively that it's not funny. What you could say... Would be that uh, NetHeads on Air sucks, because that's your opinion. Great. Sure. It's the only thing on Sir that I don't find I, funny. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Yep. That's my opinion. If you're gonna if you're gonna pitch it that way, that's that's what you do. Ladies and gentlemen, on the phone right now is Venator two thousand. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Oh, I looked over a pizza for delivery. Great, fantastic. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, this is uh, this is Venator, uh not Venator. Yeah, Venator. Uh, calling from around Rochester, New York, actually. Oh, wow. East Coast. So what have you done? Have you, have you pushed back your viewing of NetHeads or? I'll bet he's watching it while, while we're doing it. No, I'm not even doing that right anymore. I mean, this show's kind of, eh, it's dipped away from what it started out to be. So I'm backing off of Walking Dead a bit and just, you know, doing the DVR thing with it. Oh, so yeah. you, you've kind of just, oh, okay. So you do, you defer it to later. You just watch it whenever you yeah. feel like it. Yes. It's, I have my priorities straight. <laughs> I, wow. <laughs> Thanks, man. We're a priority. Yeah. Wow. I feel special. You ought to give yeah. Social Dynamo <laughs> some talking to. <laughs> yeah, but, 
but but you know what, Will? I'm I'm not too worried about his opinion for his uh, 112 followers. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I that's my we favorite di- thing too. On, my my favorite thing on Twitter are the people that says, "Oh, like unfollowing such and such doesn't know how to do Twitter right," and then you look at their profile and they just joined and they've got <laughs> no followers. Right. Exactly. okay well like let's use kevin smith as an example just as a theoretical somebody that just joins with no followers says that he's not tweeting right and he's got 1.8 million followers now i'm no math wizard as you all know but i seem to think 1.8 million is greater than zero (laughs) Mm, well i mean are you attempting math right now will no i that is a very basic statement i think Okay, okay. <laughs> I think you should call your daughter back in if you want to start doing math. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> my daughter, my lovely eight-year-old daughter, who, by the way, said, left me the post-it note that says, you're not funny. So yes. maybe one day she and Social Dynamo will compare notes. <laughs> so, sir, you called for a reason. What is your agenda? What do you want to discuss? Uh, I was just wondering if... You thought the same thing that I thought when I watched Captain America, which was they should have pitched Chris Evans' voice up a bit when he was the scrawny Captain America or whatever, Steve Rogers. Oh, right. Because, because like, medically, he would have had a smaller lung capacity and rib cage, you know, if you want to be literal about things. Right. Well, let's, let's so, take a case in point. Andre the Giant. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he sounded like this because he was so big, right. large lungs, yeah. stretched out the whole bit. So, yeah, logically, he should have sounded more like the lollipop killed. Well, maybe not that extreme. Mm. No, he sounded more well, like Trent. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw, <laughs> I'm gonna throw, a, I'm gonna throw a wrench in your argument though with Mike Tyson. That's well, he, that, he's got a speech impediment, dude. You can't apply that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like people hear my voice and I don't think anybody thinks that I'm like two foot three. An example, right? If you, if you do a mental picture of me, you're not seeing a little itty bitty guy. So no, I think you have a good point, but I'm, I'm, I'm the wrong guy to ask because not only should they have done his voice, but they also should have found a scrawny looking Chris Evans like type to play that role. Cause the, cause the, the scrawny skinny CG. I mean, I, I wanted to watch Captain America. I didn't want to watch Steve Rogers Dobby. I didn't want to do it. And that's what I was seeing. <laughs> Well, maybe if they just would have shaved his face down a little bit, it wouldn't have been so obvious. Well, even yeah, that was even weird. I mean, what did you, what was your impression when you just saw the CG version, Venator? Uh it it didn't really strike me as odd. It looked realistic. I mean, they did it very well. Hmm. I'm just. I, I mean, and and I agree with you. I agree with you on that. I do. I guess I was and just I being too picky. That- and I didn't see it on a big screen, so I couldn't really... I mean, I've only got like a 50-some-inch TV screen. I didn't see it on the big screen, but on my 55-inch screen, it looked fine. Well, you know. I you sound just like Will. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I considered... That's the reason why I don't feel so bad when I don't see movies in the theater. With a 62-inch screen, I feel like I'm getting the same effect. <laughs> Yeah, because I've done a comparison. Because usually I like to sit in the back of the theater because that way there's nobody behind me to cough on my neck, right? Right. Well, the best 
the best place uh, I used to be a project projectionist if not as in like projecting my feelings and stuff on other people, but <laughs> I mean projectionist as in, in a theater. And the best place to sit is you go the width of the screen back right in the exact middle. Ah. Mm. Unless you're in stadium seating, just get right where the middle of the height of the screen. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, let's say it's it's a tough one to do, but then again, then again, kids nowadays are different anyways. Like when I was a projectionist, all the kids sat in the back of the theater. Nowadays, they all sit in the front. So see, I always now they want to be seen. I think I think subconsciously, I always used to apply your your you know strategy because usually they've always been stadium seating. So I always try and go for the I try to go for the middle in the middle. So about the middle height of the screen and the middle of the theater. That's what I like. But then again, you know, I used to have a bladder of cast iron, so I could drink the mega drink and not worry about it and still make it the whole film. But when you're sitting in a, in a theater that's only got 26 rows, but it seats over a thousand people, you know, you're not going to have fun if you're right in the middle in the middle because you're in the widest section. It's like, I, right now with the weak, the weak bladder of yours, you gotta like, it takes so much longer to get up the stairs (laughs) even and all the way down to where the bathrooms are. Wow, he's just as snarky in real life. I like it. I like it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But now, yeah, now I sit in the back and, and comparatively speaking, I mean, there's not a, except when we took our kid to see, uh, Puss in Boots when I saw it in the IMAX experience. So that theater was noticeably larger. And the screen is what I meant to say was noticeably larger. But in a typical scenario, sitting in the back row, comparing the, the, the screen size to my position, perspectively, it's about the same. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like the IMAX experiences, uh, I'd say they're only worth seeing if a film is shot in 3D, really. Or, I mean, so it's actually, you know, it's like, it's completely immersive. But like when they just, I remember back when the Matrixes were re-released and they put them out in IMAX and they just, it was like, really, really, it's not really required. Maybe. Right. I, I think I may have a predisposition though to, because I kind of, I'd only seen one other IMAX thing in my life. And that was the IMAX where you were sitting in a, in a reclined chair and it was like a half dome screen kind of almost above you. If you will. Oh, yeah. Back when they used to just run IMAX films in like planetariums on their off days and not having laser Floyd shows. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. And so that's what I was expecting. And I got in and I'm like, well, that's not that much different. I don't yeah. feel very immersed. Oh, what's this? Hold on. Fat Man 2124. I know this is late. I got fired. Who's about 290, 30 pounds, 60 inches? He has a very high pitched voice. Oh, okay. And somebody's also pointing out Peter Dinklage doesn't have a high-pitched voice, so there goes your theory well. Yeah, but Peter Dinklage is almost proportionate. <laughs> Never mind. This isn't going to work out. I uh, don't even. He's starting all right. I mean, I think tonight it's almost like an even match between you two with the, I don't know. <laughs> what, with the stupid comments? Uh, with the, let's just say... <laughs> I don't know. It's just getting scary. <laughs> are you are you af- are you holding back because you're afraid of hurting our feelings? No, I think your feelings are you know. I 
think they're hurt enough when your daughter came in and gave you the note. <laughs> that that was messed up. I can't wait to show this to my wife. Well, that's what's so funny because you know she made the comment that honestly made my heart hurt last week. You know, yeah. to you, and now I'm just like, oh, that's that's cruel. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh well. It is what it is. She'll work it out in therapy later. What? <laughs> I just want. I keep feeling like I'm missing out on not calling in ever. So I thought I'd just call in and just, you know, snark away for a bit. No, I'm glad you <laughs> did, dude. Up to talk to other people, really. Yeah. Well, don't worry about that. There's nobody else calling. Um, yeah. <laughs> actually, I want to ask you. So you used to be a projectionist. Oh, I've been many things. <laughs> but one of them was a projectionist, right? Yeah. I, I was a projectionist. Yeah. I've had a th- – I mean, as a projectionist, you you look down on the audience a lot, right? I don't mean like, you know, you people are beneath me. But, I mean, they are literally beneath you. Well, but this is this oh, yeah. is Venator. Of course he's looking down on them. Right. And And <laughs> as such, in that position, have you ever seen somebody pirating a movie? No, never. Well, see, this is back when – let's see – Eight millimeter video was the one that was big. Oh, okay. Like it came out after VHSC and everything. The last time I was working in the projection industry, but uh, never. I mean, I been back then. Heck, we see people coming in like try to use a video camera just to go like, oh, oh I filmed the preview for something and stuff like that. They put away and just watch the movie because mm-hmm. I mean, there really wasn't a market for it unless even if you went to a convention of some sort i mean you'd see vhs copies of just films that aren't available on vhs so and it wasn't anything like nowadays where you just go on a street corner and get a dvd or something probably right yeah exactly i don't go for those handheld cam ones man that just ain't me it's not my scene I don't even want to know what type of camera she is into, right, Trent? <laughs> it's our minds. It's like we've 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 reached the a- across the astral plane and are connected. <laughs> Great. Well, in that case, I'm going to sever that connection by thanking Venator for his phone call. <laughs> Thanks, That's okay. man. Yeah, yeah keep it up, guys. Yeah, as long well, you keep coming. We'll keep doing it. Oh yeah. What? And, by the way, Will. Yeah. By the way, Will, you are funny. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Oh! <laughs> well, you have a good night, sir, and uh, don't forget to keep listening. We're not done yet. Oh, yes, will do. All righty, man. Bye. Bye. There's always that awkward moment near the end of a phone call where you're just like, and I do this with everybody. I never know the right moment to get off the phone. You know, well, which is which is why it's so great when you and I speak on uh, on Skype. I just hit you know the end button mid mid sentence. Yeah, that's true. Usually, it's like, oh, he's gone. <laughs> And another little part of me dies inside. <laughs> By the way, uh, addendum and correction to last week's show, we were under the misconception that Jack and Jill had opened last weekend. No, it's this weekend. It actually opened this weekend to, what, a projected $26 million. Oh, that's it? Yeah, so congratulations, America. You've shamed yourselves well. What do you mean, that's it? I don't think it should have even earned $26 million. Uh, you're live with Will. Who's calling? What's your name? What are you? Who are you? It is Amy Kins. Good evening, gentlemen. Greetings. Thank you for calling. Please, whatever you do, don't sing Christmas carols. I I, I won't, I promise. Okay, good. I'm actually actually calling due to the the Twitter feed request 
from, um, and I, now I can't remember her name because I was looking at the Twitter feed on my iPhone and now I'm talking to you on it. Um, but she mentioned that it was a sausage party uh, up in here and that the girls should call on in. So I'm following her lead. I think that was I am Kate on fire, if I remember right. Yes, it is. It was. I knew there was a Kate involved somewhere. I couldn't remember the rest of it. So, yes, I'm breaking up the sausage party. I will not. Oh, think thank her. you. <laughs> that doesn't happen a lot around here. <laughs> well, welcome, Amy. Thank you for your call. What's on your mind? Just just breaking up the sausage fest. Is that it? There's got to be something on your agenda. Um, well, I, I, I actually, um, spent most of my weekend without cable television and or <gasps> internet. Why is that? Oh, well, I, um, Comcast couldn't tell me why. Oh, okay, good. Uh... Yeah. Um, I could, like, I could see the guide, like, it could tell me everything that was on television, and it told me, like, the correct time of day. I could watch whatever I had recorded on my DVR. I could not watch live television, and I could not access the Internet. But could you um, DVR live television? I could have... not. Okay, good. So I just want to make sure there wasn't that interesting loophole. Now, that's the wonderful thing about, quote-unquote, digital television. A router fails somewhere, and some part of the service could go out, but the rest could work. Well, I solved the mystery myself this evening. At a girl, woman power. Found a squirrel in the cable box. What? <clears throat> well, I actually um, no, I didn't blow on the cable box, and that sounds dirty. But um... <laughs> shut up, Trent. You're making everybody I'm drunk. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let the woman talk, you dolt. <laughs> no, that meant to get a laugh. See, this is the funny part. So. Um... <laughs> Um, I actually, I, I had some errands to run earlier this evening and I thought, okay, well, why don't I look at where there's only one place in the way my, my condo is set up that cable actually comes into my home and it gets split throughout the rest of the house. There's only one actual jack that comes into the house. So I thought, well, maybe why don't I check out and see like what's going on with the cable entering my home and see if that has something to do with it. Well, it turns out that somebody was stealing my cable. What? Oh, whoa. Oh, snap. Or, or trying to. Trying to. Um, I What I found was the line that was coming out of my house was now, it had not previously been, but now was hooked to a splitter. Oh. There was a line going out of the splitter, but there was no inline connected. So whoever tried to do this thought they were smart. Oh, my um, gosh. I noticed that. That the inline was actually laying on the ground. I hooked the inline in and fixed my problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that would that would be the cause. That's nice. And you know, <laughs> oh man, they're okay. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna get me some free cable. Watch this, boys. Gets all the way back. <laughs> there ain't no picture. Damn it. I guess I'm not smart. Never mind. <laughs> in the meantime, you're left out in the wind. And, you know, it's actually gotten a lot more complex than when I was a kid, too, with splitters. Now they got to be the right frequency for certain services and everything else. Yeah, and and I actually ended up calling the cable company back tonight uh, and saying, look, hey, I fixed my problem. You don't have to send anybody out to see me tomorrow, but guess what? Um, too and late? They said, 
disconnected the other guy, didn't you? And I said, no. And they said, go disconnect the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, you said, should have taken them out of the loop altogether. No, and you said, you get off your lazy ass and come disconnect them yourself. <laughs> well, they're going to get off their lazy ass and see whether or not that splitter's actually supposed to be there. Um, <laughs> because right now, it's the only thing kind of connecting me to a cable line, so... Um, oh, so there was probably a just like a, a coupler in there before, getting from one point to the other. If you have to keep the splitter in, I'm saying you're joining two pieces of cable. Yeah, that that would be my guess. And and since it was dark, and I basically used my iPhone for a flashlight to complete the operation this evening. I've done that um, many times. That's why I love the app that lets me turn the uh, flash into a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Well, very good. Thankfully, I've actually, you know, one time when I lived in Southern California, I had what I would call a questionable neighbor. And one time I'm, I'm at work and I get a phone call from my wife and she said, I just saw our neighbor stealing our water. What? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? Cause I'm, I'm trying to imagine how do you steal water in that, in that nanosecond where I'm hearing the story. Uh, but she said she saw him walk over to our yard, filled up a five gallon bucket and then walked back. And went back to shower. Yeah, I don't know what you're, yeah, what are you doing with the five <laughs> gallons of water that you're taking is my question. And why wouldn't you be smart and just try and go for the, well, I guess then he would have been invading the yard too. So that probably was the reason why he didn't try and just utilize the, there was one, uh, like outdoor spout that was also like directly across the fence from his house. So he could have just strung a line, but that would have been even more thievery that he probably wouldn't want to get into is what I'm saying. You know, when I moved into uh, the house that I'm in right now, uh, I just, you know, you have the the coax that you can just plug your TV into and uh, that's in the wall. And I plugged it into not thinking anything. And gosh, if I, I'll be damned if I didn't have basic cable for three years. Oh, really? But you weren't trying to steal it. <laughs> no, you just no, it, it, was, it was like that when I got here. Wow, that's funny. I Years ago when I moved into this place, I rented it at first and then I eventually bought it from the owner. Uh-huh. But I, um, I decided to go without cable for the first few years to save some money. Mm-hmm. But my my TV, this is how long ago it was, but my TV with a regular antenna on it picked up digital cable. Oh, wow. That's handy. It was. It was handy. And then when it stopped picking up digital cable, I just decided to buy it. <laughs> you got hooked. Yeah, see, that's what you thought it just happened to do that, but that was the cable company conspiring to get you to buy in. <laughs> Clever bastards. That worked for about a year and a half. Well, that's good. Yeah, I know. Like, now that they have the, the digital signals, you got to have a special antenna and everything. When we first moved into our home down south, you know, naturally, Los Angeles, I think there isn't any place where you don't pick up a decent signal. And at the time, I was on, what was I on? I was on Direct TV, and of all the local channels you can get, God, this is going to sound pathetic, uh, <laughs> I couldn't get uh, the UPN or the CW or whatever it was at the time. What was it before? It was the WB. WB. One of those. And I'm like, I'm, I can't miss Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What am I going to do? But the house came with an antenna already on the roof, so I had just had to wire that sucker back in. Because it hadn't been ah. used for years. So, you know, I still had my butt through the vampire slayer. It was okay. <laughs> then I go through all that trouble, and two weeks later, they find a way to bring it onto the dish. Damn it. 
<laughs> I'm glad I was able to to get my cable hooked back up in time to watch Once Upon a Time this evening. Oh. So um I don't I don't know if if boys are quite into that show as much as I would think women are. Actually, you but, know, because of my my train related viewing habits, meaning I watch it on a commuter train a lot, I have seen all three episodes so far of Once Upon a Time. And I'm I'm my my jury's kinda out on this one. I don't I don't know about it if I like it yet or not. I like Grimm, but I'm not sure about Once Upon a Time yet. I haven't had a chance to watch Grimm yet. I'm interested in it, but I haven't I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Well, um, that's the great thing about Hulu Plus. You can just or I can watch things whenever I want as long as it's on there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm I was more intrigued by the the writers of Lost being involved in Once Upon a Time, and so I kind of hopped on that bandwagon first. Which is interesting because the the structure of the show is you have a modern-day town where basically everybody that's in it are these people from, you know, what we now call the fairy tales. It just turns out it all happened way back when. And, you know, there are they've because of a curse, they've all been trapped in this in this place. And they use a specific convention where it it has much like Lost did. It has flashbacks, but it's flashbacks to what we would call the fairy tale time. And right. it, and and through that, it is a very interesting storytelling convention. Uh, first of all, because you've got the kid and the uh, daughter that comes back uh, as the only people that really believe the fact that you know the, the that these these are all fairy tale people and they just don't know it. And that the, well, the mayor and, and the mayor is the evil queen. Daughter, there too. I think she kind of wants to believe, but I don't know that she fully does at this point. Yeah. Oh, this that is little boy is, is is hooked, but he's still trying to get her on board. I think. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I think she's affected by it because she's Snow White's daughter, and she's met the person that's supposed to be Snow White, and I. I think she is quietly trying to get that. Are we really talking about this? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think we've gone as far off book as we can on this one. Never hey, mind. We broke up the sausage fest. Well, what's That's true. So uh, all in all, though, three episodes in before today, what's your opinion of, of Once Upon a Time, Amy? I, I am, I, I am enjoying it. Um, I, uh, I was, I mean, I'm not quite through the fourth episode because I got interrupted by a phone call. So I'm, I have yet to watch the ending of, of the latest tonight. But no, I, I'm, I'm kind of in. I want to see where it goes. Um, I, w- I want to see what, what ends up happening. There's got to be, there's got to be sort of what I'm looking for at this point is some more depth in the interweaving of the two worlds. Yeah. Like that, that convention needs to be utilized a bit more deftly, I think, in order for me to stay hooked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's about where I am on it. Yeah, I said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm not sure how exactly this is going to carry on. You know how far? Because again, I call it the Gilligan's Island syndrome. You know, every week, oh, they almost get off the island, but at the last second, it falls through. That kind of thing. And, and with this, you know, there's, there's a certain set thing. We've got people that don't know who they really are and the kid that believes and the daughter that supposedly can undo all the curse. So, you know, 
that's the momentum you're building up to. And if you don't make it so that it keeps paying off week after week for people, they're going to lose interest. And I don't know, I can't understand right now how they're going to do that, but we'll see. Well, and it's interesting to me, you know, the the parallel you brought with, with the lost and the lost writers, I think where a lot of the folks, the real mythology folks of lost uh-huh. got sort of disenfranchised was where the writers decided to do a lot of lot more character study than mythology. Um, and <laughs> whenever that fell out of balance, so did the audience. Mm-hmm. I think this series probably has the same thing at risk here where they're saying, all right, we've got this whole slew of characters that we can deal with. Let's look at how, you know, let's look at what happens to Cinderella and what happens to Rumpelstiltskin and what happens to all of these people before we look at what's happening on the whole. Exactly. Um, Yep. Well, we'll see. It's their, it's their, uh, it's their car. We got to see where they steer us. I, I really don't want to see too much backstory. I don't want to see a lot of backstory. I want to. I want to see some action happen. That's what I want. Do we have to wait to the second or third season to to see the smoke monster? <laughs> It'll happen probably. All- <laughs> the, no, in this, the smoke monster was the curse, Trent. We saw oh, it in the it? first episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, this horrible dark curse was a gigantic cloud of black smoke. So yes, it sure was. They they said they they weren't going to hold any punches. They're just like smoke monster. Here it is. Fine, boom. No mystery here. All right, Amy. Well, thanks a lot for your call. You're very welcome, gentlemen. And and you are funny. Thank you very much. And congratulations on fixing your own cable problem. Hell yeah! <laughs> very much. Cheers. And uh, there we go. If you want to call eight six 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 one zero nine four five five. You know, speaking of television, Trent. Yes. I was knocked back on my ass this week. Sons of Anarchy? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, man. I I was watching that show, and I was just blown away by the goings-on. You're live with Will and Trent. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Adam Wells from Minneapolis. Okay, good. Adam Wells. All right. Did you call the 866 number, Adam? Uh, You're probably calling on your your VoIP phone anyway, right? Yeah, I did the 866. Great. Let us just get through this one little tidbit, and we'll then we'll pick up. So, Sons of Anarchy, I cannot believe what is happening. They have set up, uh, I don't want to say a definite uh, scenario for an end game, but unless there are certain things that happen in the background, right? Uh, you know, it seems like the end is coming very near for at least one certain character in the show. Yep, absolutely. And but he, I, I, and I've talked about this before. What I loved about the first season was that it it went really into the the MC culture. You know what I mean? Where like women are are seen as you know to be to be seen, and and it's okay to abuse them and and use them for whatever. And you know it, it showed the really dark side of the MC. And we granted they're doing bad things, but we haven't seen like the the social faux pas that the clubs just accept for for normality up until this past season and i it's been really compelling and like makes you you know kind of cringe a little bit yeah this one was was pretty heavy duty i and for those of you that aren't watching the show i don't want to go too into it because one you're not going to be interested and two when you do finally watch it you're gonna be knocked on your ass 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. But this week was was really, really. Uh, I want. I don't want to say. I hate the term game changer, but it right. definitely swung the pendulum in a in a new direction. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I cannot wait to see how this unfolds because it's either going to unfold one of two ways. And that's the fact that this is, this is going to be Clay's last season. Right. Or some other event is going to occur where it's going to set all this on the bat burger. Yep. But you know, this upcoming week is, it, there is so much going on and I don't even know how Jax is going to react when he sees that Gemma's been laid to a beat down. Oh yeah, because he if you know if if there's only one other thing that he loves as much as his wife is his mom. Yeah, it's gonna be heavy duty. All yep. right, sir, Mister Adam Wells, how are you? I'm doing all right. Before Walking Dead talk, I have to ask Trent one thing: when you yes. got basic cable free for three years, did you get a lot of channels or mostly just local channels? Um, uh, it was. I'm trying to think. It was it was definitely the local channels, and then I, I had a lot of channels until about like 8:30. Then things started getting pretty fuzzy. Really? <laughs> it was weirdest thing ever. Because it's an FCC law that a lot that the cable companies actually don't want you to know that if you're on their grid, like if a line already runs, you you can uh-huh. plug in your TV and get channels for free. Usually, the really? local channels. Yeah. So in oh. other words, I like I for example have AT&T Uverse. So what what you're saying is that even if I didn't have their box, because the line exists and it's run into my house, I should be able to at least get the local stations via that that coax. Yeah. Wow. Just the same as having like a, a digital um rabbit ear receiver. Wow, that's like the thing here Kinda in California. This is that's like the thing here in California too where uh, service stations, gas stations all have to have water and they have to have air and something, a lot of them have, you have to pay quarters to, for air and water, right? If you want that to operate, you have to drop in like 50 cents. But what yeah. they don't want you to know is that it's a law that they have to provide you the water and air for free as long as you bought gas. Oh, really? Yeah. They don't want you to know that. There's all these, man, what are the other things people don't want us to know? <laughs> it's conspiracy, man. Please tell us more, oh great Adam Wells. What else do we not know? He's given up. He walked away. There you are. No, no, no. I, you were you were breaking up for a while, so I didn't hear the last thing you said. That's but, okay. Don't worry about yeah. it. All right. But, so yeah, yeah. With the FCC law, they're actually cable companies are trying to lobby to get that like retracted, but the FCC isn't budging on it. So mm. there you go. Budget saving tip of the week. On to Walking Dead. On to Walking Dead. It's the Adam Wells Walking Dead Minute. Well, you said to call in last week. No, I know. I'm glad. Thank you. Don't get all defensive with me. (laughs) Calm down, dude. (laughs) I'm just saying it's your time to shine. Will, listen to my my podcast. You know I just do that randomly. Yeah, I know. So uh, last week's episode of The Walking Dead... For me, anyway, they finally gave us that moment I've been looking for where they at least acknowledged the how and why that this little girl could still be alive. Would yeah, you Would you agree? But I I would agree with that, but overall, nothing really happened on the episode. Like, I, I summed it up in, like, one tweet. I said, someone got knocked up, someone got laid, someone got split in half, and someone got a hat. Yep. <laughs> That's Which, about right. The, 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 the split in half part was awesome. I loved that. Who didn't see that coming though? 
sure, sure it was coming, but it gave us something in the episode, which was just dragging on. Uh-huh. But this week, this week we got the 90 minute thing. Okay. Well, hold on. Let's, let's go back and let's finish up this thought because Soundbite Nation is nipping at our heels. Um, uh, when Daryl was out, by the way, I, I'm sorry. The guy that got killed by Shane was Otis. I apologize. Daryl is the one that's wielding the, uh, boat, the, uh, hold on. Crossbow. Thank you. Uh, Last week he's he's doing a search. He comes to a house. He goes through the house. He's looking around, and what we see is a temporary bed that's been set up inside of a closet, and or inside of a pantry, and evidence that somebody recently ate some sardines out of a can. Right. Right. So right. I, I'm assuming they're alluding to the fact that that's why the girl or how the girl is surviving, or that she has survived and at least has been there for one night. Which is fine. And they actually gave us it was it in that episode as well where they actually gave us the whole reason why she could be so horribly lost. Cause there was like another offshoot uh, of the creek that she could have followed. Yeah, I think it was yeah, because they found it on the map. Right. Right. Now there are two things that happened in last week's episode that I'm wondering I in the past I have said Herschel's story was an interesting one, and I'm not sure if they're going to explore it or not. But there were uh, last week, there was a lot of what I feel unnecessary focus on the barn. When the episode starts, it's on a distant shot of the farm and the barn. Uh, and then during the episode, Rick says to Herschel, well, we could set up our camp by the barn if it'll make you feel better. And he said, no, best to be up here by the house. And he's obviously a man of God. Those of you that have read the comics... I have a funny feeling in this big 90-minute event, it's either all going to be taken up by Michael Rooker's reappearance or we may find out a little bit more about the barn. Right. What is – and first of all, uh, Adam, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah, I have an idea. I saw the preview from last week and it's – yeah, I think it's going to be Michael Rourke, uh, is Michael Rooker is going to come back. But actually you were wrong earlier, uh, Will, at the top of the show. You said this is the last one before the break. There's actually two more. One airs on the 20th, one airs on the 27th. And oh, then okay. it's the I'm really shocked, I man. I, I'm really yeah, I shocked. I, I yeah. really thought that – I don't know. Because they're splitting it in half. But what are they going to do? Only save like four episodes? Or no, they're doing seven up front. So the special 90-minute one – is just them trying to reward us for sticking with the show, I guess. <laughs> I guess. The last three episodes has been boring. Well, yeah. Uh, plus, uh, on last week's episode, who in their right freaking mind thinks the best thing to do to try and get this walker out of the well is to let's send one of our guys down with a rope as bait <laughs> to get his interest? <laughs> who does that? Um, people who live in the post-apocalyptic world that have lost all their sense of logic. <sighs> I'm just glad that they, they dropped down the, the one ethnic character left. What do you mean? No, no, no there's a black guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's, he, he's there's no in. way they could have pulled him up. Oh, the one that's, the one that's, uh, of the entire group of whiteies, you're saying, let's drop the Asian kid down. Exactly. Gotcha. Yes, because we got to keep it pure? What? No, that makes no sense. They got rid of Michael Rooker last season. <laughs> but he's coming back. Yeah, that was the big reveal in the preview that that uh, really blew me away. I'm like, I, I knew he was coming back, but I, I you know, I, I kind of felt like maybe once Darabont was gone, they were just going to kind of forget about that whole thing. Turns out, yeah, not but, so much. 
But I mean, Daryl would just make a big fuss the whole time. It's like we got to find her brother now. If they well, if they ever find the little girl dead or alive, it's like now we got to find my brother since we wasted all our time on this. Well, I kind of feel like too that uh, he's gonna Daryl and and Rooker's character are gonna have a, a bad reunion because he's gonna be. I, I he may be of the opinion, little brother, why didn't you come and find me? Why yeah, were you looking you for me? me? Why are you still with these people that you know handcuffed me on that roof? Which kind of yeah, but sense. he did steal their van. Ah, good point. Well, then why didn't he get back to the camp before them? I just, I'm so confused. Because he felt burned by the fact that he was handcuffed to a truck. He was like, screw these people, I'm going my own way. Or he was lightheaded and not in his right mind from all the blood loss, possibly. And the sun exposure. I guess there's a million reasons why. Never mind. Forget it. I'm not talking anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. Unless there's anything else, but hopefully it's good because I'm, I'm, I like the only reason I'm sticking with this show is because it's like the zombie show. <laughs> exactly. It, no, that's exactly like, it. And it will always like, turn back to it because it's a zombie like, show. Yeah, because it's like I've it's like a show I always wanted, and now I get it, and it's like this isn't what I really wanted, but it's close. <laughs> At least something. <laughs> At least I got something. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm sticking with it now because I just want them to find the kid. I think somebody uh somebody tweeted last week, uh, Walking Dead, find the girl, stop with the God talk, we're bored. K thanks. <laughs> 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 that about sums up my thoughts too. It's it's time for the story to take a turn, but if what if if they're going to reveal if if what's in the barn is anything like what's in the comic of what's in the barn uh what they showed in the previews, that's the other reason why I would think maybe this would be the week to do it because you know they're hemming and hawing about a walker coming. And if it really is a walker and what's in the barn is what I think what's in the barn, then there's going to be issue with uh with them trying to take out a walker when Herschel sees it. Exactly. And and do you remember the the young girl's look that she gave um everyone when they killed the the walker that they pulled in half? Yep. Yeah, I mean there was a tight tight close shot right on her face that you're like, "Okay, yep, mhm. Mhm. We know what's coming." I hope so. And those of you that don't know, that's why you got need to grab the graphic novels. Oh, cuz it's so good. I like to think so. I'm finally starting them. I'm finally starting. I finally, they came up. I came up like in line to get them at the library. So yes. Well, good, sir. I, it, you know, if nothing else, they're a great read, even though, you know, there are some where you're like, wait a minute, three quarters of this comic was just them trying to deal with surviving in the snow. But in that way, then you'll start reading that. And you're like, Hey, maybe, maybe this show is a tribute to the comic since a lot, not a lot happened in this one either. Maybe, maybe. But, uh, maybe. Before I go, I just wanted to say, Will, your yeah. next assignment yeah. of big movies to see is uh, Attack the Block. You need to see that movie. I want to see that one. I do. And it's out on video now, so I have no excuse. <laughs> did you just say it's out on video? <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. Why? I don't know. Blu-ray, DVD, it, video. All of these are, are methods of video delivery, are I, they not? I know, I know, but you know, you, you I didn't you say it wasn't, I didn't say it was now on VHS. I didn't say I listened <laughs> to it on cassette. I didn't say I was going to tape The Walking Dead, so you can stick it. <laughs> Jackass. The, and the V and DVD stands for video trend. I don't know if you knew this. I didn't. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Actually, the original definition of DVD was digital versatile disc. Oh. Well, they call it Blu ray video. <laughs> Snap! <laughs> All right, Adam, thanks a lot for your call, man. 
All right. Talk to you guys later. Take it easy. Hey, the Adam Wells folks on Twitter with the, uh, with the Walking Dead moment. Our own little version of the Talking Dead, but we don't have the Nerdist. And that's that. <laughs> well, anyway, Trent, uh, we have reached the end of the show. And uh, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a great place to end it. My name is Will. And my name is Trent. And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on Sir Smodcast Internet Radio. It's Smodcast.com. NetHeads. NetHeads. File transfer. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.